Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass as well as the automotive and social media worlds. I'm your host Sam from that YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. Alongside me is of course Mr. Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. I'm not going to wave this time because no. we're still in the same clothes from the last one. Yes, uh, <laughs> eagle eye viewers will have realised that we have double recorded because, uh, well actually I can't, would you have known... Basically, I'm going away. <laughs> I didn't know if I should do that exclusive reveal. Uh, but I'm going away. You'll find out more soon. I'm not going to say anything else. Well, you'll probably be back by the time. Probably. I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, if you haven't been uh, listening to recent episodes, uh, Tony and I recently launched a Patreon for our lovely podcast, which has received incredible support. Um, and we love all of our patrons. Thank uh, you. And there's a range of kind of like, would you call it rewards or benefits to being a patron from stickers and, and t-shirts to getting access to these episodes a week early. And because of that, I'm so confused when we record as to what day or date I'm supposed to be referencing. But essentially I think, well, I'm about to go away. So we're double recording two episodes, same evening. It's tough for us. It is. Yeah. Cause yeah. we've both been at work all day as well. So, and it's hot. And if you didn't see last week's, Twiggy, my little puppy's with us. And about an hour ago, she did a poo in the corner. And it stunk. And it stunk. And she's been quite distracting. But she seems to be going to sleep for this episode. So I'm really hopeful she's just going to pass out now and we can crack on. Because it is the return of Rate Your Rides. Oh, the last one we done on this was, um, went down well. Oh, it went down so well. If you didn't hear it, essentially, it's Tony and I going through uh, cars that you have submitted, your cars that you've submitted for us to review. I mean, brave decision. Not for me to judge your car, but for Tony to judge your car. Because I think if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you'll know he's a savage. I I can be, yeah. You can be, yeah. And I, I often have to sort of implore you to be nice. And remember that we've got listeners from all over the world in all different cities. And you can't make stereotypes like, oh, it looks like it's a car from Coventry. No. Uh, <laughs> as you did recently. Uh, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go through a, a handful of cars uh, that have been submitted via, uh, via email, via our, our patron, uh, and share some of our thoughts, I think, and, and see what we can do. We've got a ton to go through, so we're just going to try our best. But before we do that, exciting news, because... Harry's are back. The Shavers. Yes, amazing. Oh. Our wonderful, lovely sponsor from a few months ago uh, have very kindly said that they would 
willingly sponsor another episode. So thanks to all of you guys for jumping on that and checking them out. And I hope you all thought it was worthwhile um, because we're big fans of Harry's and what they offer. So we're going to do a little tiny infomercial here now where I tell you a little bit more uh, about the wonderful world of Harry's and then we'll be back to rate your rides. I'm super excited to announce that we have once again teamed up with Harry's to offer you guys an amazing deal on their awesome trial set. If you don't know about Harry's, they have actually sponsored an episode of Behind the Glass before. They make quality, durable blades at a really affordable price, just £1.75 per blade. In recent weeks, as lockdown restrictions have been eased, we've been getting back out there, meeting up with family, friends and even work colleagues, needing to look our best once again. I know from my side, as I've been filming more, I've been meeting up with dealers and collectors and manufacturers, and I had to get rid of the sort of disastrous facial fuzz that I'd grown during lockdown. Howie's ensures that because their razors mean that I can get a precise, clean shave. The other thing is, Howie's are super convenient. They deliver blade refills to your door on your schedule. So if you're interested in setting up a subscription and getting your trial set for just £3.95, head over to harrys.com forward slash behind the glass. In that trial set, you'll get an amazing handle, of course the razor itself, a shaving gel and a little travel case. In addition to that, if you do set up your subscription, you'll get a free shower gel. Now I have to admit, I'm obsessed with the shower gel. Howie's very kindly sent me some after the last sponsorship and I just, the thing smells Amazing. So yes, you kind of want to just get the trial set so that you also get the shower gel. So yes, once again, head over to harrys.com forward slash behind the glass and set up your subscription now. I promise you, you won't regret it. Thanks for the support. Let's just kick things off straight away. When did you get the list, by the way? So some of these were made up from my previous list and then I asked patrons to submit new cars. Okay. Because last time we did it, we had like a thousand entries and we only did about 10 cars in the episode we did yeah so I went back through and picked out some of those and then I say and then we've got a handful from Patreon too okay, good so we'll see how we get on I'm going to kick things off with David who has this 964 now this looks a bit like a TGE mobile it's a dark blue 964 with the kind of right wheels the reason I'm loving it it's got a white dot with, I'm assuming, his racing number. Maybe it's his birth year. It says 94 on it. Tony, talk to me. We recently did our Porsche special where you admitted you owned a 996, but you're looking at this very quizzically. Yeah, because it's not a 964. It's a 996. Did I say 964? Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. You said 964. It's because of the number 94 on the... <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. That's I'm thinking, so embarrassing. that's a 996. I'm sure I meant to say 996. If I didn't say 996, I apologise. I was thrown off by the 94 on the door. Fair. But it's a 996. It's a 996. And I think quite a nice one. Yeah. Have you had any problems with it? I mean, he can't reply. He can't so. reply. <laughs> we, should have, we should have called him. He's a patron, so we should have given him a call. We should have called him. What do you think about the, the dot and the number? Uh, <sighs> Maybe he's 94 years old. Uh, well, I mean, he he's doing well. Every year. I mean, he's doing well. Getting then it's in impressive. Oh, that's what I mean. At that point, it has to be applauded. Uh, yeah, if you're 94, it's impressive. If you're not, it's not impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I would not put a number in it. I'm assuming the number has significance to him in his life. Maybe it's I would his just birthday. have a white dot. What was his birth? Oh, what his birth year? 1994. Yeah, it's not birthday. It's birth year. Oh yes, but well, it, well, it will be his birthday on in 1994 when he was born. Yeah. <laughs> But there's just a couple of numbers in between. Well, let's not get into it. 
<laughs> but okay, fine. I, I think it's nice, and I'm coming round to these. I'm still not a big. I I say I'm not a big 996 fan, but I kind of love the 996 GT3 OS. Yeah, because it's a Stradale rival, so I'm a fan uh, of that. A Mexico engine. Yeah, exactly. And actually, 996 GT3, but the Gen 2. We're getting really nerdy here. Anyway, I like that color, though, that midnight blue. Agreed. Moving on. Oh, we've got another David here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hello. This is, this is Dave from Hong Kong. Now, this is a Gallardo uh, Superleggera Mark II. Okay. My audience will know, my seen through glass audience and this podcast audience. I'm a big fan of you a like Superleggera now, at the moment. You? Yes, but, but I'm more Gen 1 than Gen 2. Okay. But this does look good as a car. How do you feel about the colour? Uh, 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 I'm not impressed. <laughs> it's not, I mean, uh, Lambos are always good looking cars. They always have been. They're, they're poster cars and that will sound great as well, mm-hmm, that car as well. Mm-hmm. And it's probably built half all right because it was Audi then. Yeah, I've heard the Gen 2s took a huge step forward in mm. reliability from the Gen 1s. So I don't know what I'm thinking about looking at Gen 1s. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, but I like this. I mean, I like the look. For me, I have a very bad stereotype issue with this gen of Lamborghini because I think when I started seeing through glass these cars were at every dodgy car meet I went to yeah because I was doing a lot of dodgy car meets back then just to get access to anything mm-hmm. and they often had horrible modifications yeah were driven by not very nice people and I just kind of got this image of like dodgy Lambo yeah I, I, I mean I have a view but I'm I'm not I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because about... I've already said don't talk about Coventry uh, no, or no, no, Birmingham no, just don't talk about yeah, don't Anything. be derogatory about Lamborghini owners. No. <laughs> oh, if only Paul Wallace was here. But oh, no, I'd go in then. For Hong Kong, kind of cool. I think, you know, seeing a brightly coloured Lambo in a city is always kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, the Lamborghinis are meant to be bright, mate. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of, I mean, it looks like Archie Hamilton's wrapped it, but... Well, that's in David, is this a wrap or is this a paint? Because it mean, could be a paint, but I think it's a wrap. I think it's a wrap as well, but yeah. But David, let us know in the comments below. But I'm a fan. I'm, a, I'm approving... I think you've got a cool car there. In Hong Kong, I know cars are expensive, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of the, the, the car, as in the way it looks and sounds. Before David did what he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, now, this uh, we're going to have to zoom in on is Eric's BMW, I'm going to say, collection. At the top, uh, he's got a Z4. Uh, I think M? it's stock. It's uh, an M. I maybe have to bring up his email. Uh, and then a very tuned M4. So let me see if I can bring up his email quickly. Um, because he did have a lot of information. Is that David again? Is no, this is, this is Eric. This That's is, Eric. This is Eric now. Uh, so here we go. Uh, David, Eric, where are you? Because I don't want to get the information wrong about your, your BMWs. Now, would you have a garage made up of two cars of the same make? Would Does you... your future wife know you get messages like that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't start. Don't start pretending to see things on my emails that aren't there. Hold on a sec. Eric, where are you? Now I can't search my email chain. But go on, Tony. Distract the audience whilst I'm searching. Would you have a, a two-car garage from the... Like, would you have a... You would. You'd have a GT3 RS and a Macan GTS, wouldn't you? Uh, uh, yes, you would. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, they're very similar. So, the cars to break it down from Eric, one of our patrons. 2016 BMW Z4 2.8i M package. Just aesthetic tweaks. And then a 2019 BMW Z4, but tuned with race chip, producing 509 horsepower. Oh, that's the new shape car. 2019. Ah. No, I mean, they are a little bit different. Yeah. I I mean, is that a family car? 
I don't know, M4, I mean... Is it a four or three? It's a four, it's a four. That's not a family car. Also, Eric, you're very American, because only Americans really make a big deal about the model year. Yeah, they do. Do you notice that? They always go, it's a 2016 Z4. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, But you said it's a 2019 Z4. It's a 2019 M4. Oh, okay, fine. (laughs) Right, so we're on a 2019 M4. Yeah, So that must be a comp. Tune. That's a tuned car. So I don't think it's a comp. I think it's just a tuned M4. Okay, so in this country, I don't think you can get a 2019 M4. I think they've got to be a comp, but I'm not sure about America. So Eric, it's getting so Eric, cool. Eric, can you help us? Eric, we're, free, <laughs> we're freaking out, Eric. We don't know what we're talking and, about, and, Eric. And, and um, I mean, they both Z4. go sideways. Yeah, I mean, cool. Can he- I, the thing is, right, I, I think both doing the same job. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, but, but with two more seats, you can bring your yeah. mates along in the I M4. I guess if you're a big BMW fan. Yeah, Go I on, mean, Eric. obviously he is. Go on, Eric. Yeah, I mean, why yeah. not? Crack, okay. crack on, son. Um, but still, we don't care about what year it is. Having said that, it's because here we do the whole like Gen 1, Gen 2, like, and I guess that's what the model year relates to. Okay. I guess. Uh, you don't care, do you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> still, going on the Patreon theme, all of these cars have been from our patrons. Uh, we're now looking at John's oh! 1982 320 BMW. That on, is mate. really cool. Why are you liking that so much? Because I was born in 1981. <laughs> Did you go home from the hospital in one of those? Probably. You really like that? Yes. I like that. It's really cool. It's got like BBS style wheels, right? Yes. Which is pretty good. And it's pretty standard apart from that. Simplistic looks, iconic BMW red, nice boxy shape. It, what, is it a 320? 320, yeah. Yeah, CR. But 326. Does that mean six? Seven? Six in the, yeah, okay, yeah. They're, they're, just, that's what they were then. But just checking. It wasn't very fast. Oh, it wasn't very fast. It was. Embarrassing, actually, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Now it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's like Aston Martin Vardens interiors when they were making them in 2018. Disaster. Now, kind of retro chic. Kind of Mercedes. <laughs> no, I think like old Vantage interiors now. Oh, okay, fine. fine all fine. it's taken is for them to stop making the car, and it actually be kind of old school, cool, uh, and not okay. matter. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when it was like, go and buy yourself a brand new Vantage with that infotainment system, it was a joke. Yeah, it's not on. It's not on. So you're a big I fan like of that. this? Yeah, yeah, I wow. like that. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, uh, they probably worth d- a few quid. Probably worth a few quid. And I guess the most racy variant they would have done was an Alpina version, right? Because they weren't doing M, M3s back then, were they? No, 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 but I bet they'd done an... Oh, no, they would have. That's, is that an E30? No, that's the one before, isn't it? Thank you. That, that, I'm going to get absolutely ruined in the you conversation. You are going to get ruined. <laughs> that, that would have been... They still would have done a f- M, you know, a 325i M... Something, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I'm going to stop talking before I get myself in more trouble with the BMW community, which I'm trying to appease these days with all my BMW content. Uh, but John, you're getting the seal of approval from Tony, and I think it's nice as well. Like, you know, nice thing to cruise along in. Uh, now, Keith. Keith has got a 718 Cayman GTS, so the natural, the four-litre GTS. New car. New car, wrapped, I think, I think he said it was satin PPF. So it's guards red. Guards red, satin PPF. Within a, now, I'm going to come out and say it, Keith. I don't like your Porsche decals. That might be brood of me, but you've got a big, you've got a racing stripe over the middle with the Porsche logo and you've got Porsche down the side. I just personally am not a fan. I prefer the cleaner looking Caymans. A lot of people put decals on their Caymans. Just not a fan. Rest of the car, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I I, I, I don't really like to agree with you actually because I don't like to do a counter argument, mm. but I would have not sat in PPF'd it and just left it guards red. 
and probably just left it as it is. A very nice car, by the way. Have you driven one? No. No, nor have I. But... I think we should. Yeah, you can imagine it's probably a dialed-down GT4. But the thing is, I've had a few people say that actually... Ooh, firstly, I had somebody in the know at Porsche say that the GT4 has something over the Spider still. Mm. And it met that engine and that whole setup makes more sense in GT4 than Spider, And I should, have, I should have a go in one, which I, sh- I need to do. But I had quite a few messages from people saying GTS is, is actually more appealing money-wise. Like everything about it is worth looking at. Manual PDK only? As or is, well. Oh, it is PDK. PDK. You, well, I think you're gonna, I'm not sure if you can have both. But I think you can have both. I thought it was manual only. No, well, no, PDK. 100% I think you can have PDK. Maybe when we're allowed to be in a car again together, which feels like... We can, can't we now? Are we allowed? You were in a bubble, weren't we? I don't want to be in a car with you. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We are in a bubble, though, so I think, yeah, maybe we can. Well, let's think about that, but we should go and drive one together. Yeah. I'll drive first, then you drive. That's a crash. (laughs) (laughs) You drive first, and I'll drive, and we'll talk. We'll share our opinions yeah. back to back. Okay, let's do that. It's a good video. We done that. We done that before. Remember that the the turbocharged car you bought, the seven eighteen. Did thing. you drive that on camera? Yeah, we we made oh, before yeah. you bought it. Yeah, yeah, for the we test drive. Yeah, but I don't think we filmed your reaction, did we? Probably not. No. You probably cut it out. <laughs> We've moved on. Simply modified. Now I've got some sad news about this car. So have I. It's not Ferrari. <laughs> No, it's not a Ferrari, it's in a bar. So why has it got Ferrari on the side? No, it doesn't. It has an Abarth Scorpion within the Ferrari crest. Oh, apologies. <laughs> as all it. true Abarthisties. Um, Abarthisties. <laughs> I just made that up. Basically try and claim any kind of links to Ferrari. Do you remember the Ferrari Edition 695? Uh, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I do. My Ferrari paint on my Biposto. Correct. Any links we can come up with. So he's gone with the Scorpion inside he's got the Marlboro sponsorship from the Ferrari F1 team a few other bits going on this is actually a 500c again US plate so I don't know what, I don't think they get 595s and bits over there do they I think they just get I have no idea. a Bath 500 anyway correct me if I'm wrong I quite like these mods people can go a little bit out there on the Abarth mods I actually quite like these I think he's I like the wheels I like the overall package it's convertible it's convertible now another thing I'm a fan of because back in the day, historically, all the Abarths, they used to use the convertibles. If you look at a 595 SS that Joe McCurry have got in stock right now, lovely looking car, convertible roof. I am all up on, you're not saying anything and that really makes me nervous. I'm all up on getting another Abarth at the moment. Okay. I mean, all we, over you, have, you have actually said that a few times. Yeah, because the X3 is great, but in and around London, I wouldn't mind something a bit bit more Larry, a bit more fun here and there. Just if I'm just popping down something just a bit, hey, bit boy racer, a bit loud. And Do you want a competizione thing? I'd want a 595 competizione and I think I'd want the convertible. What? Yeah. Because I know we're in the UK and today's to- the only hot day of the year, but I think I would. Give it to Vicky? No, just to change it up, change the scene. Because that's the, cl- the classic cars all had foldable roofs. Men can drive this, this thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's owned by Simply Modified, who's a man, I think. Simply Modified, if you're a girl, you're a legend, but... Yes, that's what I would think. I mean... You've just made the assumption it's a girl, which is probably I very... I hope it's a girl. Very un-2020 <laughs> of you. <laughs> Men can own these cars. I owned an above. Oh, they recaptured very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of this, Simply Modified. I wish I knew your name. Um, but thank you for sending in. Thank you for supporting the podcast via Patreon. And the sad news is, it sold this car. 
the sad news through? The owner or the new bloke? <laughs> I would say the owner. Unfortunately, like so many of us, he had to grow up and get something a bit more sensible for the daily miles. I think he's in a he's in a Honda hatchback or something. I can't quite remember. I say Much he, she, they are in a Honda hatchback. Uh, anyway, you know, I'm a big fan. You shouldn't have shouldn't have sold it. I would have bought it if I'd known it was new, known it was for sale. Because I, I think I'm in the market. I'm just going to come out and say that I'm in the market. If you've got five nine five, competizione, soft top, I'll buy it from you. There we go. <laughs> Tony's speechless. Victor coming in hot with a Miami blue GT4 718 like 718 yeah, yeah. Miami blue GT4 and a 570S. Now what I love here. Is he's got the Porsche for when the McLaren doesn't work, which so is every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, right, I, I like this. This is a cool sports car, two car garage, I think. 570s, as we know, unbelievable performance when they turn on, still very capable on track, uh, great for the long distance road trips as well, because McLaren's comfort when they dial everything down, fantastic. Good value. Good value. But then GT4 is a track toy, manual, usable power, Porsche. Cool colour. What did you say about value for the McLaren? It's good value for money. Oh, and if he bought it used, what if he bought it new? Well, then he's died. <laughs> <laughs> then he could have bought two Caymans. Then you're in trouble, Victor. But but you know what? As long as you enjoy it. And Victor, you know what? F- do, do McLaren a favour here. Comment below. Have you been all right with that car? Maybe you've had a great experience. Maybe you did buy it from new. Maybe you haven't had one issue. Maybe you love it. And fair play. Um, um, or maybe he's took a picture of it, the doors up because he can't get them down. <laughs> doesn't want to get trapped inside I've noticed that the window's down as well yeah that's so you can crawl out in case the doors yeah. get locked um, but I'm really liking that GT4 spec I've seen a few in that colour now and spiders as well it's a, it's a nice strong colour for the 718 I wonder if it's got ceramics and yellow stitching inside they look really nice uh, they're, they're really fantastic really, really good. I do love the look of the 718 GT4 you know I still need to drive it but oh carrying on my Porsche thing, okay, Carrera T replacement, I mean, we could be six months away from that, people. Um, I'm just biding my time, saving a bit of money so I can go big or go home. But GT4 is definitely something I'm keeping my eye on. Mm. And I think, logically, I would lean towards 981, but I just love the look of the 718 GT4. Yeah, well, I've said before, I think the, the 718 drives much better than the than a 981. I know you do, but I disagree with you. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on before I get uh, carried away, I want to come on to Callum. Now, I've waited to bring Callum up. Oh, no. Because I want to capture... <laughs> okay, it's a Renault. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Please search a Renault 5 Turbo. No. Oh. It's a Megan. I think it's a 250. And it looks like this. Oh! <laughs> uh, so, what's happened? <laughs> I don't know if Callum works for DHL. If he does... Or sponsored by them. Or sponsored by them. If you do, let, let us know who the contact is. He's gone all out on the DHL specs, so much so that inside, he's got all the bits. Red roll cage, yellow harnesses. Um, now... Does he go on track? Because if he I went on track, I'd deliberately roll it. <laughs> it's brave. It's bold. I mean, part of me has to applaud it. And maybe the photo he sent in is ironic. Uh, how, Callum, how old are you? Put in the comments. If you're... If you're... If, it's, if it ends with teen. And yeah, if you're early 20s, I'll forgive you. No. If you're 45, okay. if you're 45, you're a legend. And the pilot and the you're, plane. You're, you're an absolute legend. I think that car arguably is only acceptable if, if your, your age ends in teen. Because 19. if you're trying to get a job, what, 18, 17, when can you- Mate, you can't get insured on that, that age. Okay, fine. But if you're going for a job interview or turning up in that car, I mean, that's brave, isn't it? Or, I mean, it's like, it's kind of, the car itself is cool. Or, or if you're a director of a business and about to make half your staff unemployed and you turn up in that. I mean, Bloody that's not hell. funny. Callum. I quite like a brave car spec or rap or whatever. And I like individualization, but that is, you are really like, I'm confident in myself and my abilities. Because also, if you are going on track, people are going to notice what you're doing because your car's going to be the brightest car there. A hundred percent. And we, we probably figured out he's probably not particularly a large man or, or, or even really that tall. Because of the carbon seats? Because how do you get in and out? Corbo seats, harnesses, roll cage. I mean, it's, I mean, de fair it's dedication. Play. I mean, go yeah, on, yeah, go yeah. on Callum. You're, you're, you're mental, but I love it. Right, let's move on because, you know, this podcast shouldn't be only about the patrons. We do love them, but we've got a lot of other people that we can chat to. Big wider audience out there. So we're going to kick things off now uh, with the non-patron cars. <laughs> I've just seen the caption on this. I know which car it is. Here what? we go. It's Dan's Rally Panda. Boom. Oh, is that a UK car? Okay, hold on a sec. Let me open it up just so we can zoom in a bit more because on my laptop, it's a bit small. Um, it's a UK car and it has the ultimate drive the world modifications. No, that's so, quite cool, mate. It, you like it? Yeah. I love you for saying that. It's a Fiat Panda. Uh, for audio listeners, it's got rally lights up on the front grille and it's got a roof rack, but it's kind of like an open vintage roof cage more than a roof rack. I can't tell if it's been lifted. I think maybe it's just a pan. Did they do a panda big XL like or something? An, like an all-wheel yeah. thing. Anyway, I think it looks amazing. Well, you could drive that across Africa. It'd be absolutely fine. Yes. Perfect. Maybe that's what Dan's going to do. Are I mean, you Dan? Dan, what a legend. Because my big thing is, I often film supercars and we talk about supercars, talk about very expensive cars and this. You don't have to have expensive cars to have fun and individualization and go on adventures. 
uh, that screams adventure to me. Absolutely. I look at that and I think, wow, where are you going to go? It's like a like a squash Suzuki Jimny. Yeah, but kind of cooler because it's weirder. Yeah. And I just, you know, as long as you're not just going back and forth to Sainsbury's in it, I, I'm, I'm applauding it. No, he's not. He's got a, I mean... A roof rack. He's got to be going to he's Scotland going somewhere. or something. Yeah, yeah, Portugal, wherever you want to go. Like, the world's your oyster in a rally panda. Very good. Legend, love that. Uh, Eduardo. You thought I was going to go in on that car, I thought you were going to go absolutely in. I was fully prepared to, like, <laughs> come and beat you up. Now, Eduardo has sent in this car from Franca. I think it's from France. Now, it is, of course, uh, uh, a WRX STI. It's completely stock. Good. And that's why I've included it. Good. Because it looks fantastic. How and old is it? Is that the newer shape car, isn't it? That, is that what they call the final edition? Yeah. I, I, or was I it the one before the final trying edition? Trying to work out our... It, it, it's not the... You'd know more than me. This isn't quite my yeah. area of expertise. I, I feel a bit sorry for Subaru owners and Subarus in general. Because obviously there's no call for them anymore. Mm. Really sell them anymore because the Germans have taken over, obviously, and... Why would you buy one of them? You can buy an S3 or a Golf R just as fast. And they work. As in, they work properly. What I mean is is that they've got all the creature comforts in them and they're not... Well, I think the biggest competition for this is the Focus RS. Because yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't compare this with an S3. I wouldn't compare it with a C43. Like, this is more a bit of rally heritage, cheap, affordable, fun driving. You know, manual, engaging, low power... Whatever. Yeah, but they're that money. That's what I'm saying. They're, Sorry, they're, okay. They're the 30-odd grand mark, and that's what, there was a big shift in power. When, yeah, okay, fair enough. Because they, people would buy them because they were cheap and they were fast, whereas now, obviously, all the Germans have caught up with the hot hatches, and, and they're a lot more practical, mm. and they've got more, much better tech, and they hold their money better. Although, actually, they do hold their money They hold their money well, well I think. They do, yeah. Oh, and, and stock. That's why I saw that email. I was like, oh my God, I've got to include this because I think he said he's just changed the silences to get a bit of noise. But but otherwise, the car is largely stock. And that is, in the Mitsubishi and the Subaru world, very hard to come by. Yeah. But, I mean, they're not great to drive, to be fair. They're not refined. I mean, they've got no. a bit of character, which is good. Yeah. And they're really not that. Oh, no, no, that's why people trim them. Currently, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, but 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 you know they've got a they got their own thing. You see them on the road. You go, oh, cool. Yeah, you look. I, I noticed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. They went through a bit of a bad stage, a bad reputation, I think. But, they did, but, yeah. but you know now they got their market. And I've been true. I've always lusted after an Evo Tommy Macklin edition. Mm. Um, a few quid. The, but now, li- I d- do you ever get the feeling that you're on the Truman Show? Do you ever see that film with Jim Carrey? Mm. Your life's being filmed, like. Sometimes I think that's me because well, is, I'll start listening it? to a song and then it will appear on the radio two weeks later. I'm like, why is everyone listening to that now? I start listening to that. Oh, uh, okay. And this happened with the Tommy Mackinac edition. I was like, oh, I think I'll start looking at Tommy Mackinac. And they were like 20 grand for a nice one. 50 grand now. That's uh, Evo 6 yeah, or 5? Evo 6. Evo 6. That now, was the best, best car. Best, oh, 100%. The... Thing is, I'm fully aware that I c- maybe I have a bit more of an effect on that because it, obviously if we start talking about cars a lot, other people start thinking about them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying we affect the market because no, that's no, no. a big statement, but but I get that. Um, but it just frustrates me because I, you know, I really thought TME, I should have just jumped on it when they were 18 or 20 grand. Yeah. And now they're big, big money. So yeah. my fault. Um, let's bring it back to Porsches because you know that's where we're happy. Rob submitted this lovely... Oh. 964 Targa Outlaw. That's cool. Ooh, it's dark green. It's got a white dot, racing dot on the circle. Uh, black Targa hoop. 
little ducktail. What's that thing there? I think that's signifying outlaw. It's the movement Rod Emery. Oh, he's the okay. big guy in America. I think, I think that's his symbol. But it's just kind of like hint towards the fact that it's been re- like modded slightly, but in a, in a cool way. I love this, I have to say. I, yeah. I, I think he's done it immaculately. It looks fantastic. It probably goes really well if it's an outlaw. The main reason I love it is look at the rest of his lineup. He's got a 997 next to it. And then a BMW, is that an X5? Looks like a five, yeah. What's yeah. a lineup? Yeah, that that looks like a real immaculate. I mean, look at the roof, mate. Immaculate. It looks like it's been completely restored. Don't you want to get in it and go for a drive? Yeah, I do. You know what I mean, like, you just like, yeah. oh, I want to drive to a coffee shop somewhere. Let's have yeah. a nice time. Grow again, a beard. Again, I mean, they don't drive very well, though. Like, uh, they'd be awful Really? To drive. But yeah. you're very weird about this. Yeah. Because you think my 360 doesn't drive well. Well, I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> What do you mean I think? I walked into that one. But no, but you're not exactly pro the elder car. No, I no, I like modern stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so I'm I'm gonna yeah. just ignore your comments there. But I really I, Rob, we are I appreciate that. Yeah, that right. is a fantastic bit of kit. Rather look at it than drive it. Now, a man with a great name, Sam, with his R thirty two golf. If that's not done a lot of miles, that car, that is worth a fortune. Go on. There's not many of them. Mm-hmm. They sound great. Sound the bomb. They sound the bomb. Mm-hmm. I think they look really good as well with the two exhaust pipes coming out the back. I, okay. I, I, did I ever buy one of them when I was younger? No, I didn't because I couldn't afford one. There was still a lot of money back then. But, but I always wanted one. The car I really want is the Mark IV. This is the Mark V. So I wanted the Gen 1, the Mark IV, which had the Haldex, whatever thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, And it yeah, was like yeah. a huge engine in a tiny car. I don't know if people liked the Mark IV. I Golf preferred this one. You preferred this one, I did, did you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this one was a bit more punchy. Yeah. This was basically a, what, an S3 or an RS3? Uh, S3. S3. Yeah, it was a proper S3. But fundamentally, one. mate, like, not very fast for a big 3.2 litre. And that was the problem with it. I think it was quick for back then quick, and stuff. Quick for back then, but, you know, like, they didn't really get a lot of power out no. for a 3.2 V6 engine. Yeah. But you don't buy it for that. No, sounds cool. As you say, value. and I, I, I'm desperate to have a go in a Mark IV one because that was when I was growing up, my first car was a Mark IV Golf. And the thought of an R32 was just like, oh my freaking God. And you do not see them again unmolested. Yeah. Or at all very often. Yeah. They sounded amazing too. And then I feel like Mark V got a little bit more awareness and, and stuff. Yeah. And then did they go, Mark 6 is when they brought in the R? Golf R. Okay, fine. Which is so when they made millions of them. Yeah. So they didn't make a huge, no. I mean, they did, they did make a few, but the thing is they were quite a lot more money than a GTI. Yeah, it was still a bit niche and, and it was yeah. for, for various, so I'm a big fan of this. I think it's great. It's in the kind of iconic colour, the right wheels, uh, and Tony's right, depending on mileage and condition. I think you're on a bit of a winner there. And if I'm honest, if you're someone who's into your hot hatches or financially, this is kind of where you can put your money. This kind of stuff, I think, is just genius. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of these kind of cars. I harked on for a while about C- C36 AMG. Gen 1 RS4s, we know, have gone insane. Gen 1 RS6s, weirdly a bit more affordable, but apparently a nightmare to run. Uh, what are the hot hatches from this kind of era? The BMWs weren't doing... Yeah, the 2-litre S3. Two litre S3, which I actually had. Gen 1 S3, yeah, I had. Yeah, yeah. Um, manual, I had it with the proper race seats and everything like yeah. that. It was a dreamy little car. What was that weird BMW with the really short back? Do you know which one I meant? It was like a... Compact. Three series, was it? Three, three series, series compact. compact. That was yeah. a weird little car. Well, um, I mean, not desirable not, at all. Not desirable. Mercedes at this point didn't have an 
A class or B. They had the B class. Yeah, they weren't doing much hatching. Yeah. Renault. Oh, Renault were doing nice things. One eight two. Yeah, all the 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 French, and then obviously you had um, Vauxhall, oh, yeah. Vauxhall and Ford as well. Good point. So you had the Focus RS and uh, the Astra VXR. Yeah. Was it a VXR then? Probably just was it? Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Two thousand and five. Some nice cars in that era. Yeah, it's a cool little era for hot yeah. hatches. Um, well, I think fundamentally it's a good place um, to. Uh, to segue um, very quickly because I need to find out some more cars. Um, so uh, tell me what what has been going on uh, down at Gravelwood. Uh, uh, you said to me the other day that you're still somehow struggling for stock. Yeah, really, like really, really short of cars. So um, if if any of you guys looking for to sell your car that naught to four year old up to sort of forty thousand miles and prestige and sports. Please get in touch with us, at DM or, or or email, or call us, and and you know we we come and collect and whatnot. So yeah, we're really 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 short of cars at the minute. It's so. mad, isn't it? How the yeah, world's been changing. Honestly, yeah, not something yeah. you'd usually expect. Right, we're gonna get a chance it now and go through a few emails. We may repeat some of the ones we did before because I I didn't think we'd get through the others so quickly. Um, we're kicking things off with Claudio. We've not seen this car. No, <laughs> I mean I'd remember this. There's car. a reason why. For <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen this car in the flesh. Have you? Yeah, I met this guy uh, in Australia oh, uh, at not, a dealership. What it's not UK. It's, I mean, I no, no, really no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, Australian guy, Australian car. Oh. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. It's out there. It's not what I would do with a 360. As I think, I think I might have said to Claudio on the day, but you sold him. I think I would have. Yeah, because but he's to their own. Like he loves it. He adores it. It's just a bit out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not your kind of thing. No, 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 no. no. I no. don't think you should you should modify the Ferrari. Uh, there's something you do to a Lambo, not a Ferrari. You kind of leave a leave a Ferrari as it is. So I'd have to agree with you. Just twice I've agreed with you today. Oh god, what's happening? Right, we're just going to be flicking. Uh, a very nice uh, 911 manual seven-speed sport. God, there's a lot of information here. Leo, it's just just, a, just looks like a nice 911, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and it's yeah. a manual, which I don't like. I never understood that gearbox. The 991 manual? Yeah. Not a fan of it? Uh, no, too busy. Too busy, too funny. Was it a seven-speed? Seven-speed. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. just changing he, gear. He, he said that, to be honest, yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah, that was my fault. Um, <laughs> now, here we go. Martin has submitted his CLK 350, which, you know what? I test drove a CLK. When did I nearly buy a CLK? When when you had a when before you done YouTube, yeah, oh yeah, way before I was going to say, YouTube. yeah. I think after I had three thirty, I had my golf, my golf. Then I had, oh yeah, I it was after my golf. So I had a golf. Then my beloved grandfather passed away, but left me some money, ten grand or something like that. And I was going to and I ended up getting the three thirty i saloon BMW. But before that, I went and test over a CLK three twenty or like something yeah, with yeah. a big with a big engine. But yeah, it was like yeah. it was like. 15 or 16 grams. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But it was nice. You I quite liked the it. right car, though. You picked up the free series. That's what I would have Yeah, it was too down. too soft, the CLK. Black series, I'm still so intrigued by. I would love to have a go in. Actually, just a CLK 55, whatever. Like, I'd like to make it look like a safety car from F1. This, it's all right, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bit of me. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not a bit of me. I'm going to be honest, Martin. Like, fair play, each to their own. I, I'm, I'm not really a fan of that. Uh, I just uh, maybe we're spoiled. I mean, 
No, not for me. It's going to move on past. Oh, he submitted it three times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Martin. Though. Keep keep listening. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jake has submitted uh, an SVJ. I wonder whether it is his SVJ or whether he's just seen it at a local car meet. Which is what it looks like. Which is what it looks like. Great photos, though, Jake. And if it is your car, then, I mean, you, well done, I guess. Um, continuing on. Now, here's an interesting car from Michael. The Jaguar XKR. I think we previously spoke about XKRS and the XKRS GT. But actually, as Michael's pointed out, 25,000 US dollars for a V8 Jag from 2014 is not that old. I've just sold one for 18 grand. No, you haven't. A 2012 XKR that I wouldn't normally retail because it's a little bit old for us, but we're so short of stock. Um, How dead are the interiors? Yeah, they are a bit old. Okay. And the cameras, like, you know, you notice things like when you get in a modern car now and you put the camera in. Uh, camera oh, in? Ca- the camera, the rear camera. You oh, reversing rear, camera. Reverse camera. I don't know. Yeah. I had a reversing camera. That's brilliant. Yeah. What? what? Uh, and, 2012? Uh, yeah, you realise. Yeah, no, I had a, a reverse camera, yeah. Go on. But, but, I mean, they were terrible. It was yeah, like, yeah. It was like looking for your glasses. Yeah. Can't see anything. With fog on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Where I don't know now? what car I got into recently that I couldn't believe it had a reversing camera and it, it was equally as appalling. But I, I like these XKRs. I think they look ace. If you find a nice example with a good engine, do they work in your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, 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 the engine and gearboxes are pretty good on them. Um, they do have their odd electrical problems of the yeah. sat-navs are crap. And, I mean, you know, it's older car, an old but, car, but yeah. it's, got, it's got a load of character... And they've kind of stabled in terms mm. of, of money. You know, they were the five litre. Is that a five? That looks like a yeah, five yeah, litre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the R's were all five litres, no? Yeah, but they've done a 4.2. The Gen 1 was a 4.2. Ah, thank you. So then... 2014 must be a later car. So. Yeah, so it's a five litre. Amazing. Good, good shout. Uh, James Taylor, actually a guy I know. Uh, really? With the Trekker, yeah. Remember we had a very modified Trekker before the slammed one, which you actually loved and I couldn't believe that you loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was well, this James? Uh, has he ever appeared in one of my videos? Uh, used to work at uh, Lookers West London. Jag- okay. Land, okay. Super what nice. What does he do now? Super nice guy. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Okay, fine. I'm sure I probably am, but, but hopefully he'll be back on the channel at some point. If he, I don't think he ever actually appeared in the... Anyway, long story short. Super nice guy. Um, and this is his trekker, which I think is super cool because he submitted some pictures with, uh, I'm assuming that's his son. I'm almost certain that's his son. Uh, well, and I here we go. Him. He doesn't look old enough to drive. <laughs> it's, def- <laughs> it's definitely not him. So he basically ran Lookers West London. Uh, but yeah, he's had it for around 15 years. And it's just a thing just to trundle around in, in the summer when it's nice weather, pop down to the shops, do What's whatever. What's it worth? What are they worth? I have no idea. About 25p, aren't they, James? Yeah, I was going to say that. No idea. they got a value? Yeah, he's giving it lower going, so it's only happy at 50 miles an hour. Um, like your Ferrari? Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you. But I like these kind of things. I think there's something at the moment. I keep getting distracted by this idea of like a a summer car. Like it's a very extravagant way to think of things. But I'm talking about like for a grand or two grand, like picking up real battered old MX5, like just to throw around, have a roof down, and potter around in. You Why live not? in central London, mate. Exactly. With nowhere to park. No, no, I know. I'm mad, but I just like the idea of a cheap, fun convertible. When I did Vlogari, the Italian. Series, I had that fear, no, a Bath 124 Spider that 25 of us tried to get in. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I've forgotten about that. 
<laughs> uh, what, what was that? Uh, Best of Italy. Yeah. And that was very illegal. We did load up a lot of people in that car <laughs> and drove Wait, on the public people road. sitting in the boot. I probably shouldn't talk about this anymore. <laughs> um, but it was great because it was like a sort of affordable-ish, you know, like cheaply built, but fun, accessible. I just really enjoyed having that car. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm kind of like, oh, wouldn't it be nice? I remember Schmied did it a few years ago with the Morgan three-wheeler. My summer... Schmorgan. Schmorgan. I think so. I think I, you know, like Ivan the Volvo. You know, just something fun. And this kind of gives me that idea. Yeah, well, just get another Volvo and cut the roof off, then it looks exactly the same as that. No, I'm not engaging you with that. <laughs> I've got to have some water. <laughs> no, I get your point, but I mean, no. not for you. No. Okay, well, look, I think we'll, we'll leave it there. I feel like we've exasperated uh, uh, ourselves, our thoughts, and also our niceness. Uh, I worry that if we continue too much longer, things will rapidly descend downhill. Because it's getting late and we're tired. It's getting late and we're tired and therefore (laughs) I just worry about what you're going to say about future cars. But we will do another episode of one of these uh, if we get the demand. If this goes down well and we'll let you all submit some some fresh requests rather than going through the old ones. Uh, But it felt like a good uh, good one to to record and to do. Um, So I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Patrons, thank you for submitting uh, yours. Uh, If you're listening to us, Make sure to keep listening to us on whatever platform you are listening to us on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it might be. Uh, if you're watching, uh, make sure to hit subscribe to this YouTube channel. Turn on notifications so you don't miss future episodes. And we will catch up with you very, very soon. After holiday. Uh, oh, no, it's not holiday. I'm on a, oh. What? We didn't talk about what I was doing. What are you doing? I'm doing a work road trip. I don't want to talk about oh. it yet. Because <laughs> I don't know if I've announced it. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> but before we do that, exciting news because... Harry's are back. The shavers. Yes, amazing. Oh. Our wonderful, lovely sponsor from a few months ago uh, have very kindly said that they would willingly sponsor another episode. So thanks to all of you guys for jumping on that and checking them out. And I hope you all thought it was worthwhile um, because we're big fans of Harry's and what they offer. So we're going to do a little tiny infomercial here now where I tell you a little bit more uh, about the wonderful world of Harry's and then we'll be back to rate your rides. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.